I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you're on the way to a job in your Volkswagen Caddy, Crafter, Transporter or Amarok, you've obviously already invested in the best. So when it comes to servicing, keep giving it the best. At Volkswagen, we know your van like no one else. Our technicians will guarantee that your van is serviced to the highest standards using only Volkswagen Genuine Parts. You see, we're the experts. We don't just follow the manual. We wrote it. Caddy service €129. All other models €159. Prices ex-VAT. To find your nearest service centre and for full terms and conditions, visit volkswagenvans.ie. The Small Business Show on irishexaminer.com for a different view on Irish business. Welcome back to the Small Business Show here on irishexaminer.com. Now, shoppers and what they want is something that has changed considerably over the past number of years. And a recent study called Shopper Nation 2014 looked to assess what shoppers were looking for and their spending habits. Well, on the line with me now is one of the authors of the study, Owen Phelan from Visualize Shopper Marketing Experts. Owen, you're very welcome to the Small Business Show. Thank you very much, Kellen. Pleasure to be here. Now, uh, visualize your company. You were part of the study. You created the Shopper Nation 2014 study. Uh, tell us a little bit more about that. Correct, yes. So we worked with um, Empathy Research to do a study on over a 1,000 shoppers. I suppose this is part of our continued investment in, in shopper insights that we do here at Visualize. We wanted to look at the behaviours, attitudes and perceptions of shoppers in Ireland of today so we could help our clients, which are both brand and retailers, understand how to effectively speak to these shoppers. First of all, many people don't shop in one place anymore. It's, it's Sometimes it's two or three places to do their weekly shop in different stores as well. Yeah, very much so. I think this kind of store hopping behavior is something that's very prevalent now at the moment. And I think what this clearly demonstrates is that it's never been more important to understand shoppers. The shoppers now have more power than they've ever had in the past. I guess there was there was once a time when manufacturers held almost all the cards. It was very easy for them to reach their audience through mass media and shoppers were both limited in terms of number of brands they could purchase a number of places then to purchase these brands. Retail consolidation then, and I guess and an increase in the number of brands kind of shifted the balance of power from manufacturers to retailers. Hmm. But in recent years, shoppers have become more powerful as they now have a number of different channels and different outlets in which to shop and a number of different brands within these outlets from which to choose. And media fragmentation has also made it more difficult for brands to effectively reach these shoppers. So this means that shoppers have become more demanding. And if we really want to know how to cut through to them and convince them to buy our products or shop in our stores, particularly for reasons other than price, then we need to have a deep understanding of their behavior, their motivations, their shopper missions and their different purchasing triggers. And it was interesting. I mean, you mentioned price, which is obviously going to be probably the the number one reason Mm -hmm. why people kind of switch stores or, or find a store that they like. But also what's interesting as well is the range of products and the range of fresh produce has also become extremely important to shoppers as well. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. I think, you know, price has always been a key factor for shoppers, but uh, I guess the fierce competition both at brand and retailer level over the past few years has resulted in 
high volumes uh, and and discounting and price promotion so that has made uh, made it even more prevalent really um and i think even with you know the green shoots of economic recovery emerging mm-hmm. it'll be difficult to try and change shoppers mindset in relation to price you know in many cases constant discounting has reduced the perceived value of products within certain categories so what we're once seen as fantastic special offer prices is now now may be seen as the acceptable price to to pay and that uh, that presents a huge challenge really i think um but as you said you know price isn't the only factor there are certainly other factors that can help convince shoppers to come and, and shop in in your store rather than another store or buy your brand rather than another brand rather than just price the average amount of money spent on the, on an average weekly shop between 76 and 100 euros as well that's quite a considerable amount of money when you consider the, the i suppose the the millions of people that do a shop every week as well Certainly, and uh, and I wonder sometimes does the the store hopping behaviour actually add to it? Mm. Because sometimes you know if you're doing one shop in in one store, you know you're limiting to exactly what you're going to spend. But then if you're visiting a shop or different shops two or three times a week, or chances are you might always have one or two extra little impulse mm. purchases on that, and that uh, may actually, you know, um, have is, a, have a is, counterproductive effect. Yeah, there is an argument for that as well, though, isn't there? Though, that it, going shopping around in three different stores can actually cost you more money than, than you're actually trying to save. Yeah, certainly, certainly. Uh, you know, that's by doing things like that, I mean, I guess each shop that you go on, you will probably have a, a percentage of impulse purchases that you make. So mm-hmm. it stands to reason that the more shops you do, the, the higher then these numbers of impulse purchases will be. And then when you take into other factors, like kind of actually even fuel costs to get from one store to another, it can actually, as I said, kind of have a counterproductive effect on what your initial intention was. The customer loyalty card as well. That was very interesting in which uh, a number of uh, the stores Obviously, they have their their loyalty card schemes and they reward their customers as well. But the uptake of it is quite considerable. People use it every week. They get the points put on their card every single week. People see it as a money-saving scheme. That's also very interesting and something that perhaps more businesses might be able to do in the future too. Yeah, very much so. I think, you know, these kind of loyalty cards can certainly do a lot to to engender brand loyalty and to provide shoppers with the types of rewards that, that they're looking for because... I guess for businesses of all shapes and sizes now, um, both in retail and then, you know, not just FMCG retail, but, you know, specialty stores, publicans, etc. The days are long gone when you could just open the doors and hope shoppers will come in and buy your product. You know, we need to be doing more in order to try and, and provide shoppers with the value that they crave. And that's interesting, that, that value that they crave. We've seen a lot over the past number of years. People want, obviously, value for money and, and the bottom line cost of something. But are we seeing perhaps a shift as well in terms of people are willing to spend perhaps a little bit extra to get a much better quality product as well? I think so. I think that is definitely happening in in some cases. And I think, you know, a lot of that has maybe been as a result of the economic conditions over the last few years. You know, we started off by going into, you know, really tightening the purse strings wherever we could. Mm. But I guess then maybe if we're cutting back on larger treats, which a lot of people tend to do, so they might have cut back on, you know, holidays or buying the new car or something like that. So then what they did, do in that respect then as they said okay well then maybe I will treat myself to a smaller treat so as, as you said maybe they will buy that uh, extra quality product which is that little treat now and these little treats are maybe replacing the bigger treats such as the new TVs and the holidays that they would have gone on years ago. Are we seeing technology play more of a part in, in how people decide where to shop or, or how they shop? 
I think it is definitely starting to play more of a part and we will actually be looking at that in more detail in a further report later in the summer. So we're actually releasing the study in four separate reports. The first one looked at um, shopper habits. The second one will look at the in-store environment and shoppers' perceptions and attitudes of the in-store environment. The third report then to be released in August will have a look at the digital impact, so the impact of mobile and smartphones on shopper behaviour and online shopping then as well. And it's certainly starting to play a greater role. Um, even in the first report, we, we touched on it briefly, I guess, with um, shopping lists and the fact that although the vast majority of shopping lists are still created with a pen and paper, for 18 to 34 year olds to make shopping lists, a third of these are now doing it on their mobile phones. Mm. And when we actually, when we get a closer look at the digital impact in the later report, we will look at the different ways in which technology is having an impact. So there's things like shoppers are actively, you know, searching for price comparison on their phones in store. Uh, shoppers are keen to look at things like digital kiosks in store to get coupons from there. So there's a lot of different ways that uh, mobile in particular, I think, it needs to be integrated into both brand and retailer shopper marketing strategies. Yeah. But this shouldn't just be mobile for mobile sake, which I think can happen in, in some cases. So we need to have a kind of clearly thought out a view on how mobile can benefit your shopper. So it should be done with a, a shopper-centric view rather than looking at what it can do for you as a brand. The report is called Shopper Nation 2014. Shopper Nation 2014. Uh, you can go on and have a look at it as well. And Owen, oh, briefly before you leave us, uh, visualize uh, your business. Tell us a little bit more about what you guys do. Yeah, so we provide a, a range of shopper marketing solutions, both for brands and retailers of all shapes and sizes. So we have an extensive, an extensive range of in-store marketing formats. We do uh, bespoke in-store POS, uh, digital signage networks. We provide creative services, concept development, and shopper marketing strategy then, as I said. And we work with all uh, brands and retailers of all shapes and sizes. Fantastic. And if people want to perhaps have a look at the, a copy of the report themselves, can they get it on your website? Or they certainly it... can, yeah. They can get it on our website at visualize.ie and they can download the report or else they can give us a call or send me an email. All the details will be on the website. It's no problem at all. Absolutely fantastic. The website, again, is visualize.ie and any retailers out there, uh, go on and have a read. Yeah, you could find something interesting that you could use in your own business as well. Owen Phelan from Visualize, thank you very much for joining us on the small business show thanks very much Helen appreciate it well that's it for this week's show my thanks to all our guests as ever you can read my columns every Monday in the Irish Examiner newspaper bye for now if you're on the way to a job in your Volkswagen Caddy Crafter Transporter or Amarok you've obviously already invested in the best so when it comes to servicing keep giving it the best at Volkswagen we know your van like no one else our technicians will guarantee that your van is serviced to the highest standards using only Volkswagen genuine parts You see, we're the experts. We don't just follow the manual. We wrote it. Caddy service €129. All other models €159. Prices ex-VAT. To find your nearest service centre and for full terms and conditions, visit volkswagenvans.ie. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 